Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shamer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, folks, we are on our very last Sidra, our very last Aliyah for this week for our Torah portion called Kitissa. This is the Friday-Saturday portion, and I'm going to be reading from Exodus chapter 34, verses 21 through 35. Now, you know, sometimes uh, when you're scrolling on Facebook, you'll run across these really cute posts or memes that people have where they'll show people that look like their pets. Have you ever ran into somebody who, who looks like their pet? Um, or have you ever uh, ran into somebody that looks like their car or looks like their vehicle? And whenever you see that car driving down the road, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. It's kind of funny. The more time a person spends with something, the more they start looking like that that something, whether it be a pet, whether it be another person, whether it be, you know, uh, an inanimate object, it's kind of interesting how we take on the appearance of things that we are around the most. I mean, it's especially uh, seen when, uh, in certain times when people uh, have pets for a very long time. It's kind of comical. But it's interestingly true in a lot of ways and a lot of respects. There is actually a legend um, that uh, your guardian angel spends so much time with you that your guardian angel ends up looking like you. And there's a couple reasons for this, and one of them is actually found in the Brit Chodesha, the New Testament. Uh, when Peter was in prison and he had a whole group of people at a house praying for him and praying for his release uh it actually happened the angel woke him up in the middle of the night uh, all the guards were asleep and and the doors uh were were uh, um you know miraculously opened up peter found himself out in the street and he made his way to that house where those people were praying when the door when when the the uh, servant girl opened the door she was so shocked she slammed the door back in his face and said hey peter's out there and they're like no 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 peter can't be out there he's in prison that's his angel there's another true story i had a cousin who was struck by lightning and killed in uh the smoky mountains and shortly after he was killed somebody said they saw him hitchhiking on the road and he was already gone by that time so it's kind of interesting that uh, there's even a legend that your guardian angel takes on your appearance because your angel has spent so much time with you now uh let's read in Exodus chapter 34 verses 1 through 20 uh, verses 21 through 35 it says um, all right make sure I got it nope let's let's try 27 yeah let's try 27 okay uh, 27 then Adonai said to Moses write these words for based on these words I have cut a covenant with you and with Israel so he stayed there with Adonai for 40 days and 40 nights. He did not eat bread or drink water. It was a supernatural fast. We can't go three days or more without water. Um, we can go 40 days without food pretty easily. But it is interesting. So this must have been some sort of supernatural fast. He didn't eat uh, bread or drink water. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the ten words. Now it happened when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, when he came down from the mountain that Moses did not know that his skin, that the skin of his face was radiant because God had spoken with him. When Aaron and all B'nai Israel, the children of Israel, saw Moses and the skin of his face shone as rays. That's why in a lot of uh, old woodcut pictures of Moses or old paintings of Moses, it looks like he has two shafts of light coming out from his head. 
it's because of the inspiration of this verse. When Aaron and all B'nai Israel saw the skin of his face shone in rays, in rays so, they were, so they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called out to them, so Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses spoke to them. Afterwards, all B'nai Israel came near, and, they gave, and he gave them all the mitzvot, all the commandments that Adonai had spoken to him on Mount Sinai. When Moses was done speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. But when Moses went before Adonai uh, he took, uh, so that he could speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. When he came out and spoke to B'nai Israel, uh, what what he was commanded? Then Bnei Israel, the children of Israel, saw that Moses's that the face of Moses and that the skin of his face glistened. So Moses put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with him. Okay, so really it was eighty days because remember he went up to Mount Sinai for the first forty days and forty nights, got the tablets, come down, got ticked off because of the sin of the golden calf, busted the tablets, went back up for another 40 days. So that's 80 consecutive days without food and water. And then the second time he went up, he carved out his own set of tablets and God wrote uh, the Ten Commandments on the set of tablets that Moses had carved out for himself. Now, it's interesting. God, uh, Moses spent 80 days total, pretty much consecutively with God. He spent so much time with God that, that God's appearance started to transfer onto Moses. Now, we know that, that, that God has no image because he is a spirit, and no man can see God and live. But, uh, you know, it, in John, First uh, John, it says God is love, but it also says God is light. So that's one of the attributes of God. One of the characteristics of God is that God is light. And a lot of times the way that divinity is representative is through light. You know, the Apostle Paul saw a blinding light on the road to Damascus. It was it was divine. Um, there's a lot of other instances in the scriptures where light is representative of or a manifestation of the divine presence of God or Yeshua himself. So and, and when uh, um, Yeshua was on top of Mount Hermon, in other words, the Mount of Transfiguration, what happened with him? Moses and Elijah showed up and then it said that he shone and, and there was a great light and his, his clothes were changed and he was transfigured and, and everything was white and everything was light. So we see that Moses kind of absorbs, if you will, uh, God's glory. Uh, and, th and that's what we often refer to as the light of God, as the glory of God or, or, or God's glory. And Moses absorbed that. He spent so much time with God that he absorbed that and he radiated that. So when he came down from the mountain, he had no idea that he was glowing. He had no idea that he was shining. He had no idea that, that, that he was radiating and glistening like that. And it really freaked the people out because they they linked that to to him spending so much time with God. Now it's interesting that even the angels, uh, one of the ancient terms for the angels is called the shining ones. One of the one of the terms for the fallen angels, which became the false gods, are called the shining ones. And this is one of the reasons why Yeshua was transfigured, and he became a shining one on Mount Hermon, the Mount of Transfiguration. He was sending out a message to the fallen realm, saying, "Huh, you think you're the shining ones? I'm the shining one. I am the light of the world. You think you're the sons of God? I am the Son of God, and your days are numbered." So. My point of this devotional is the more time we spend with God, 
The more time we spend with Yeshua through his word, through hearing and listening to his word, through fellowshipping with other people, and through Bible study and through things of this nature, we start taking on the appearance of Messiah Yeshua. And that's the whole point is to be conformed into the image of the Son of God, to be conformed into the image of Yeshua. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Put on the mind of Christ, as the scriptures say. So, you know, um, it, it, it also stands to reason when you grow up, uh, when you're growing up, um, the people you hang around with, they rub off on you. Um, you know, a lot of times your parents were concerned about the crowd you were hanging around because they were worried about the the bad influence that this crowd may be on you and that that bad influence would rub off on you because you start becoming like the people you spend most time with. Whether you like it or not, the people you spend the most time with influence you and influence your behavior. And so that's why it's important for us to spend as much time with God as we can in his word and as much time with other like-minded believers so that we can continue to be conformed into the image of Christ. So that when people see us, they're going to freak out because we are radiating the glory of God and we are shining God. We are shining for God. We are and we become the light of the world, as Yeshua said. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.